Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. Mario Descari was a man who loved the out-of-doors. He felt shut in, suffocated inside four walls. Even in the wintertime at his farm near Wakefield, Mario would go out in stormy weather to tramp around his fields. But ever since the bitter quarrel with his wife, which had led to his leaving home, Mario had been forced to live in a dark, gloomy place. The basement room he occupied at Anna Bartok's rooming house was cheerless. And from the window, only a tiny patch of gray sky was visible. And today, Mario had been forced to leave even that temporary shelter. For Anna, insisting he must hide from the police, had brought him to a tiny room in a shabby little hotel nearby. Now, Carla Desteri's husband stands by the window, looking down into a narrow alleyway, cluttered with ash cans and wooden crates. Anna studies him anxiously, worried because of his long silence. Mario... Mario? Yeah? What do you want? Haven't said a word since we got here. I wish you'd at least talk to me. I don't know what to say, Anna. What are you thinking about, Mario? Oh, I was thinking about a big tree in front of my farm, mother. Summertime, we keep a hammock there. I know you hate living this way, Mario. I know you hate the city. I was doing my best to get us both out of it. We will get out of it if you'll just be patient. I'm not thieving, am I? No, but you make me feel awful the way you stand there looking out that dirty old window. You look so miserable. If only you hadn't made me buy that Wakefield paper, everything would have been all right. Cops could have waited till doomsday. Never would have been able to trace us. This time tomorrow, we could have been heading for the country. Things have gone wrong. Carla, maybe she's died. That's why they're looking for me. But the paper said she was okay. It said she was leaving the hospital. Sure, but maybe she got worse. Why else would the cops be after me? Oh, I don't know, Mario. I only wish I did. But don't worry. We can get out of this jam somehow. I wonder if it's worth trying. I might as well give myself up. Don't be crazy, Mario. What good would that do, even if your wife is? I mean, whatever's happened, it won't do no good for you to turn yourself over to the police. Oh, you couldn't stand that, Mario. You don't even like being inside a room. Suppose you were locked up. You're right. I'd go nuts. Of course you would. Besides, if your wife hadn't tried to pull a fast one, you wouldn't be here now. You never should have lied to me. That's what I mean. Don't you see? The best thing is to lay low. Let me handle things. I'll get us out of this. You watch. 
Maybe they trailed us over here. No, that police sergeant didn't follow me. I've been followed before, I can tell. He had a good start on them. They'll never find you here. But promise me you won't leave, not even to eat. Okay. I'll bring you some food later. And no matter who knocks, don't let nobody in. I won't. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but you might get careless. You go off one of those daydreams of yours and forget where you are. Now, you'll please be careful. So when this blows over, we'll get out of this hole. You'll be happy if we find a place out in the country. You'll forget all about this. We can both start over. Sometimes I... I wonder if it works, this business of trying to start over. Trying to forget. Sure, it works. Sure. Only it won't if you don't try to snap out of it. If you're going to stand around feeling sorry for yourself, we might as well give up right now. You've got to be smart. Smart. <laughs> you're just feeling kind of low right now. Don't you worry, you'll be all right. Don't count on anything. Mario, please don't be like this. It ain't like you to give up. Of all times now, we've got to keep our heads. Think what we got ahead for us. Think about that swell farm we're going to have. I'm not much help to you. I know it. I don't mind. I'm crazy, too. I want to look at you. I want to make you happy, honest, I do. And I will. Anna, if, if we ever get out of this mess we're in, suppose the cops are there at your place when you go back. What if they are? I can handle them. Just so I know you're safe over here. If I think of it, I better leave now. I'll be back later. But if I'm late, don't worry. It'll just mean I'm laying low in case they're watching me. I've gotten you into all this trouble, Anna. I'm sorry. I'm not. I think you're worth it. Do anything for you, Mario. Anna, if the cops are there, what do you do? What do you tell them? Look, you let me worry about that. Won't be the first time I've run up against the law. I'll manage somehow. Inwardly, Anna wasn't so confident as she sounded. She was hoping against hope that the police might have dropped their investigation. Perhaps they believed the story she had told the sergeant this afternoon when he intercepted her in the act of buying a Wakefield paper. But as she came through the outside door into the dark hall of her rooming house, the young woman's heart jumped nervously. Hello, Miss Barker. Who's that? Did I stop you? I'm sorry. What did you expect, popping out at me that way? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Always rather dark. Well, I can't afford to keep the lights on all day. Look, Miss Bartok, uh... I want to have a few words with you. Is there somewhere? Uh... May as well come into my room. Thanks. Down at the end. Come on in. Yeah. This is very comfortable. You can sit on that couch. What about you, Miss Bartok? I feel better standing, just in case I want to move fast. Oh, come now. You aren't really afraid of me. You're a cop, aren't you? Well, yes, in a way. I said. My name's Russo. Captain Russo. Sergeant Jackson told me you weren't particularly fond of policemen. Hope that doesn't mean you've had trouble with the law sometime or other. Not necessarily. i got a right to my own likes, haven't I? Certainly. Miss Bartok. 
Sergeant Jackson told me about the talk you two had this afternoon. You were buying the Wakefield Sentinel. Now I'd All like to... I'd like to say is it's a heck of a note when a gal can't buy a newspaper out of plain curiosity without getting the whole Chicago police force on her neck. <laughs> we're not on your neck. I just thought you might be able to help us. What about this janitor of yours? What about him? I talked to one of your rumors, the one in number 11. He said you'd hired a new man the last few weeks. Anything wrong with that? Not at all. I'd like to get a description of the man. This chap upstairs says his name is uh, Tony. Is that right? Yeah. And he's been working for you about a month? Mm, about that. I never pay much attention to dates. Might be a little less, a little more. Don't you have to remember when payday comes around? Suppose you give me a description of this janitor of yours for our record. Why should I? You talked to Johnson upstairs, didn't you? He answered all your questions. Why make me go through it all over again? There might be something Johnson missed. Double check always helps. Well, if you insist on wasting my time and yours. I don't know what to tell you about the guy. He's just an ordinary guy. Does his work okay? That's all I'm interested in. You still, you must know whether he's tall or short, dark or light. About medium tall, I guess. Dark hair, dark eyes. He's not in trouble, is he? Well, he's a darn good janitor. I'd kind of hate to lose him. I'll bet you would. Meaning what? Never mind. I must have some reason for a remark like that. Why are you making such a fuss about him? I get it. You're just asking questions, not answering them. Perhaps you've forgotten the way we work now that you've become a landlady. I tried to forget. Anyway, if you want to know about Tony, why don't you go down to his room in the basement asking yourself? That's what I plan to do. Well, why don't you, instead of pestering me? I've already been downstairs, Miss Barthar. Unfortunately, your janitor seems to have moved. The room's empty. Go on. You mean he's left? Apparently. Well, what do you know? Must have been a hurry, too. I owe him a week's salary. Hmm? There it goes. Can't depend on those guys. You know, I'm darn sorry about it, though, Captain... Uh... Russo. Captain Russo. Tony was the best janitor I ever had. I was getting to be kind of attached to him. Martin Russo looked at Anna Bartok speculatively. If she was lying, and the captain was pretty sure she was, Anna apparently had had quite a lot of practice. The girl returned Russo's searching gaze steadily. If only she could be sure he believed that she was thinking. If only she could stall him long enough so that she and Mario could get away safely. 